With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hello everyone and welcome to Gypsy Poet Radio. I am the Gypsy Poet and I've got an awesome show this afternoon like I always do on every Friday, Saturday and Sunday. I am very excited to present a longtime friend of mine and a staple in the punk literature scene. He is amazing. He's awesome. He's the one and only, the amazing Jack Deadman. Jack, you with me? Gypsy, I'm right here. Thank you for having me. Uh, awesome. So talk to me. What's going on? What's new? Well, we've got a new book out here. It's the follow-up to uh, Nobody Special, The Death of Johnny Salinger. The new one is called Cursed is the Road to the American Dream. And it's right. uh, been out uh, four weeks now. It's been out. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. How does it feel to have this, uh, this next book out? It, it, it feels really good, and there's, there's a huge relief to it, but also kind of a release. Um, mm-hmm. and, and a little surreal. Uh, but also, there's, there's. I'm, I'm kind of glad it's, it's done. It's, it's been a very, very long road. Um, okay, that's awesome. Okay, what I want to talk to you about is, um, what possessed you to get into the written word? I gotta ask that. <laughs> okay, uh, gosh, I, I think I was probably about six or seven when I started writing. And uh, I was just writing short stories for fun. Um, and then uh, I guess if there's a, a bug, like people talk about, you know, the writing bug, um, mm-hmm. I think it really hit me after Steve Martin uh, came out with The Jerk. And mm-hmm. uh, it, was like, it was like my favorite movie, that and Meatballs. And I thought, man, I would love to work with Steve Martin someday. So I started to write a sequel to The Jerk uh, called... Uh, uh, the idiot, son of a jerk. And I think I was at that point in, in fifth grade and I wrote the entire script and my girlfriend at the time, I mean, you know, mm-hmm. you know I think we went to the movies once, um, mm-hmm. showed it to her dad and, and unfortunately I never saw it again because it was a uh, sequel to a R-rated comedy. And uh, so that was my first uh, censors- censorship, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but, um and then, but after that, it was just, uh, I just had to keep going. Uh, it mm-hmm. awoke that something in me where when I'm not writing, uh, it, it feels like something's off. So uh, mm-hmm. storytelling began, and uh, there's always this feeling of kind of urgency while writing, and then kind of catharsis when you're done. And uh, mm-hmm. it just becomes, you know, a way of life. And I, I think that's how a lot of artists feel. Mm, yes, they do. Very much so. So now, to answer your question, that, probably about six yeah. or seven. Okay. Yeah. okay. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay. Now, what I want to know here is um, what uh, what or whom, um, I, actually I should, I should emphasize whom, um, told you to keep, just keep it going or was it something you just, you just had to do on your own? It, it was something that I just had to do uh, on my okay. own. Um, okay. 
Now, along the way, people kind of became cheerleaders as, as mm-hmm. they uh, read what I wrote and yes. would talk about how it affected them. And uh, that just kind of lets you know, hey, maybe I'm on the right track here. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, it just kept going and going. And that's what oh. I'm still doing, I guess. Okay. Other than the two books that you have out today, um, yeah. are, are there other pieces or other places that you've uh, other places that you've been published? Have there been other pieces that you've written that you've published anyplace else? Back in 1988, I wrote a book called "Do I Stand Alone," which was actually um, kind of the the egg, so to speak, mm-hmm. um, to Nobody gotcha. Special. It's what Nobody mm-hmm. Special actually came out of. And uh, it was in book form back in 1988. And uh, Mm -hmm. I did have a publisher at the time. And right before signing, uh, my entertainment lawyer said, do not sign this contract. And uh, it was probably a good call for now. Back then, I was thinking Mm -hmm. even saying, um, but I was was at that doorstep. I was about to go through the threshold into uh, publishing land and Mm -hmm. uh, pulled out. And... um, so to answer that question, yes, and then walked away. Oh, gotcha. Okay, yeah, I know that's for a really I'm, good. One. <laughs> going ahead, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh yeah, um, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean though that now I wouldn't welcome um, mm. uh, a, a publication uh, to come forward um, and me to sign on with. Uh, it would make my life a lot easier. Uh, being a self-published author is—it's uh, a full-time job, mm-hmm. and yes, when is. I'm putting time into uh, uh, into that, I'm taking time away from the actual writing, and it becomes a conundrum. Uh, it really does. It's a little frustrating. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, self-publishing comes close to home because here, Gypsy has been doing it for like almost eight years now. Um, yeah. Um, a big thing I want to tell you is that uh, when when you self-publish, you, there's a lot that you do by yourself, my man. I oh, mean, yeah. you do everything. You have to make the flyers. You got to design everything. You got to put out them those promos yourself. I mean, it is a 24/7 job once you do yeah. it. Believe me. And um, believe it or not, when I got started, I put out my own press releases. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's I, how it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, it is. It's it's just like that. So that's a big, big, big thing that you got to keep in mind. So uh, anybody listening, you know, when it comes down to self-publishing, be prepared, you guys, because you do a lot yourself. <laughs> and even and even when you and and, and sometimes you know, when people approach you, you know, to to uh, for for you to you know to get out there and help yourself, you got to watch the price tag. That's a big, big thing you got to look out for. All right, now. Um, I know that you are on, um, in the East Coast. I know you're in Pennsylvania, and mm-hmm. I would like to know if uh, you've, uh, you've have you lived there all your life, or have you traveled from place to place in the U.S. or around the world, or anything like that? Yeah, no, actually, I'm a California boy. I was I was born oh. just north of L.A., and mm-hmm. um, I didn't leave for Pennsylvania until uh, I was in my 30s. Um, mm-hmm. And really, the reason why we came out here was to be with family. My wife. Uh, was originally from out here, and we met out in L.A. And uh, when we started to raise our own family, we thought, you know what, uh, concrete playgrounds aren't the way that uh, I want to raise this one. So uh, we came out here, and we were able to you know, get a house, which is hard to do in, in L.A. Um, but, yeah, I'm actually from California. And uh, 
so I, I, I'm new to uh, Pennsylvania in the sense that uh, we've been here off and on since 2000. And uh, mm-hmm. this time around, uh, we've been here for almost 10 years. How is it different from California? How is Pennsylvania different? What's the environment like? Oh, it's a, a major culture shock. Um, one thing that's mm-hmm. very different is the food. And mm-hmm. uh, my friends probably get sick of hearing me talk about it, but there's, there's two mm-hmm. things that I really miss about California, and that is the food and mm-hmm. uh, the entertainment venues, you know, having such a wide choice to choose from, you know, on any given mm-hmm. day. And right. uh, here it's a little more thick and choose. Um, mm-hmm. The music scene's improved here in the last 10 years, I'll, I have to say that. Uh, mm-hmm. But um, I definitely love it here, but there's a lot that I miss about Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, I see that, um, especially being as open and open-minded as Los Angeles is. It's a very yeah. – that's I see where you're coming from because you come from a place that's very, very diverse and very open in the sense that anything goes. And to go from that to Pennsylvania, where Pennsylvania is just a little bit more quiet, you know, um, yeah. I see where you're where, – I see your point where you're coming as from. An, as an artist, it, it's mm-hmm. even harder, I think, and that's where I feel kind of like an alien. Uh, mm-hmm. At times, because out there, and you know, mm-hmm. everyone for a good reason uh, that mm-hmm. you talk to in circles, there's always at least one artist in the room, you know. And mm-hmm. here, uh, you're kind of a novelty, and um, right. So you, you talk about it less, it's asked about less. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot of stories uh, that I have from growing up in Los Angeles that people out here don't believe me when I'm talking. So it's like, uh, okay, I won't talk about my old life. Um, yes. But yeah, there's that uh, there's that culture difference. Um, you know, I, I I grew up a few streets uh, away from uh, uh, Kurt Russell. I used mm-hmm. to run into him all the time. My wife's probably rolling her eyes right now. Um, <laughs> but it, that was life growing up. You know, mm-hmm. um, there was always when people out here ask me, "Hey, have you ever seen so and so?" I tell them it, it'd be a shorter conversation if you just throw out names, and I'll say yes or no. I've seen mm-hmm. this person. Um, it's just you're it, you're around it. I miss that too. Very cool. Um, now let's talk about your book. The first one that I have here is Nobody Special: The Death of Jolly yeah. Salinger. Okay, let's talk about this. Um, what is the plot surrounded with? What do we got going on with Mr. Salinger here going on here? I read the book, don't get me wrong, but I want to know uh, oh, yeah. who or what inspired um, the, the character, and I'd like to know just uh, you know the, the full surroundings of uh, Johnny Salinger and what uh, how he evolved at this point. So uh, let's talk a little yeah. bit about Johnny here. You know, um, I, I've talked about before that uh, Nobody Special is kind of a happy accident um, that happened. Mm-hmm. It was a book that wasn't supposed to be um, mm-hmm. I was working on the other one that I've just newly released. Mm-hmm. And um, at one time, uh, we were shopping uh, it around to be a movie, and it was in script form. And then when I came back to uh, mm-hmm. write it again as a novel, um, mm-hmm. on page three in the script, Johnny mm-hmm. Salinger, it's, it's the end of his life. Uh, he's a iconic uh, punk kind of, in his soul, he's a beat poet, but he's uh, mm-hmm. in the punk genre. Um mm-hmm. And he's he's uh, gained too much too much fame than he's able to handle, and mm-hmm. so he gets to this point in his life where he's actually weighing out uh, whether or not he's going to kill himself that night, and right. he feels that uh, he's become such kind of a, a marketable, just an item that mm-hmm. 
he's in his room in his own place. There's this huge New York, I mean, uh, New, uh, New Year's Eve uh, mm-hmm. party going on. He's at his place in Venice Beach, and the place is hopping. And so he makes this deal with himself that if just one person knocks on his bedroom door coming to look for him, uh, mm-hmm. then he won't kill himself, which is a pretty good bet because it's, it's mm-hmm. his own place, and where's the host? Uh, mm-hmm. But during this time that he's waiting for the door uh, to open, he starts to write his uh, his his final thoughts, and mm-hmm. it's it's a diary entry, and it turns out to be you know him writing all night long and looking for uh, the perfect uh, word or phrase or, or the perfect thought to write before he dies, just in right. case that door never opens. And um, so in the script form, it, it's really only a page long. And mm-hmm. the rest of the movie was about how he got there. Okay. And so when I got to that part in the new book, um, I thought, you know what, there, there's a little more here. So I kept skipping over it, and I thought, I'll come back to it. And mm-hmm. the more I thought about it, um, I thought, you know what, it'd be a good companion piece. Um, mm-hmm. So maybe it will be like 20, 30 pages. It will be one diary entry. Uh, and so when I finally started to work on it, I found that, oh, my gosh, there's, there's an entire story here that's separate from the other one. And mm-hmm. I became so engulfed in it, I actually put the other book down and worked mm-hmm. on uh, the death of Johnny Salinger. So in a weird way, uh, the ending came out first. And so mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the new book, which predates it, uh, the prequel actually gets to come out second. It was finished second. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how that uh, came about. It really was just a, a, a happy accident. Um, mm-hmm. It was a detour, and I think it's a good lesson for writers because it was a detour. It was a detour that I was trying to avoid, but something was pulling me. And when mm-hmm. I stopped finally fight, uh, stopped fighting that pull, this wonderful mm-hmm. thing came out of it. And uh, I, I wrote some things that I uh, never thought that I would have a chance to say. And I got to put it all into one book. So um, it's really cool. Yes. And and I do like the way it's written because um, it there's um, there's a part in the book when I'm look uh, as I'm even looking through it now um, that I see that there's it looks like there's a script in here. So um, it, I, I love that. And I, I love the overall look that you created with it. The layout is Thank absolutely you. amazing because it's you've got evidence for everything in here, for every character, for every moment. And um, and I can I can feel that this could be a script. This one really does have the potential to be a script. And I, I, I honestly would like to see that. I really would. I want well, to see I this become too. a script. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I yeah. The uh, mm-hmm. the script form that the book sometimes takes is actually because mm-hmm. um, you know Johnny's been hurting for a long time and uh, mm-hmm. he uh, starts to disassociate uh, to be able to deal with things and um, mm-hmm. uh, he is getting it, it does seem that there's a, a mental health issue there that's just kind of mm-hmm. spiraling as it's getting near the end and he's mm-hmm. really deep into addiction at this point too to help kind of uh, deal with things mm-hmm. as well. And um, so he's really out of control. Mm-hmm. And um, there, there's some parallels uh, with kind of his end and uh, Jim Morrison's ending. Uh, parallels mm-hmm. I didn't really know existed till later on. That's a whole other story. But mm-hmm. it's it's kind of on that um, line. It, it, like mm-hmm. how would Jim Morrison be, you know, on his final night if he had read something, I mean, written something before he died. Mm-hmm. Um, but to come back to uh, the this, this script segment, 
So yes. Johnny Salinger often uh, disassociates, and uh, and it comes in different forms. Sometimes uh, he disassociates; he sees himself as a ghost outside of himself, and uh, then other times he disassociates where he feels like he's watching himself actually through a uh, like a, a camera, a movie mm-hmm. camera, and, and he says he feels like he's being filmed. And so in the segments where he starts to feel like he's being filmed, the book actually will take on uh, the script format and right. reads out of the script because that's how he's uh, seen it. Uh, he's seen it as an observer through his own life. He's, uh, you know, at best, he's an actor who's, who's forced to read these lines as they're happening, and he has no control over changing the fate of what's already been written. Um, so that's that's why that happens, the, the script portions of the uh, uh, the book. And then something that you might bring up, and just in case you don't, there are no page numbers in the book, and a lot of people uh, had an interesting reaction uh, to that. And the reason why I did that uh, is because it's all one diary entry. And mm-hmm. at times when I've been journaling or working on a diary or something, I never... Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, numbered pages as I went, and I figured if this is my last night on earth, I'm not going to waste time numbering pages. Um, mm-hmm. So there's purposefully no uh, page numbers because by the time his, I mean, from the time his pen hits the page to the time that it leaves the page on the final page, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. he doesn't stop writing. So that, yeah. that's why there's no page numbers. Mm-hmm. You're going to love this next question <laughs> yeah. because. Um, I, I just love asking this one, especially when I put uh, when I put something like punk lit or punk music. I want you to define what punk lit means to you. Oh yeah, you're, I'm not. <laughs> um, I'm not. I think uh, the only person who can define what punk lit is is the person mm-hmm. who's reading what they're reading and then deciding uh, if it's punk or not. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I can't define it. I can't define it. <laughs> That's the best part about it, because if you can't define yeah. it, in my mind, it's already punk. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, uh, you know, I think there's, mm-hmm. I think there's a use to, I think there is a useful aspect of mm-hmm. having things labeled, um, because at least it gives us an idea of, of. Uh, the, the type of style that something is or the, the mm-hmm. type of, you know, what the fabric is behind it or, or mm-hmm. uh, you know, the ideology or, or the social or cultural aspect to it. Mm-hmm. I think in those cases, um, there's a usefulness to having a, a label. Uh, but aside from that, and I actually, in, in the new book, it's addressed right at the beginning of the book that mm-hmm. um, Johnny himself is really a huge piece of me has a huge problem with, with labels and, and has difficulty um, uh, even defining himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. I would say that, that punk is a part of my soul, and mm-hmm. uh, I, I, I don't know. I wish I could uh, explain that one better, but I think it's almost mm-hmm. not punk uh, mm-hmm. to try and define punk. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I couldn't resist that question. Yeah, honestly, I couldn't resist that question. I'll tell you why. Because um, I just love to make people think. That's my yeah. thing. It's like if I can make a person think, 
I, that just made my day. <laughs> and you made my Sunday. You did. You, you made my Sunday. <laughs> Talking about this book, I mean, I've got, I got two copies of this book. It is that good. It is oh, it's nice. really, yes, I do. Because uh, the reason why is because um, one of, um, good God, first of all, it's a very good book. And second of all, it's got this, um, it's it's got this very different feel from any other book I've ever written, and um, and I paid attention to the fact that it does not have any page numbers whatsoever. So this is really seriously, it's like you're killing off a character. That's what it feels yeah. like. Yes, yeah. much so. And um, and what you're doing is you're just giving um, just these moments, these last. Uh, he's just going over these moments before the you know the the, tra- the tragedy happens. And um, sorry if I spoiled it. Anyway, <laughs> but um, well, you know, great... there's, there's no spoiling it because the, the, it's called the death of Johnny Salisbury. Yes, exactly. <laughs> we can't spoil it. It's yeah. Uh, let's let's it for everyone. Here we go. Ready? It's a ticking time bomb where the bomb is going to go off at the end of the story, but in the story there is no bomb. It's figurative. Yes, exactly. Um, so I can't wait for people to pick this up. This is really good, and um, it's it, it's just. Um, uh, far better than the usual humdrum stuff that's out there on the market right now. So, um, yes, for those of you listening out there, I just want to let you know that Nobody Special is out worldwide uh, in retailers, including Amazon.com, and uh, that, and it's called Nobody Special, The Death of Johnny Sh- uh, Salinger, and it's written by Jack Deadman. So you can be sure to Google it, and it'll it'll show up on every retailer in the world, basically. So be sure and pick a copy up. It's really good. It's definitely something that's suspenseful reading. It's got uh, it it's just got lots of twists and turns in this book, and it's like um, you've got all this going on in such a short amount of time, which is absolutely amazing. Yes. Now you you mentioned that Curse is the Road to the American Dream is a prequel. Okay. Yes. So, um, okay. So let's talk about this one. Is uh, and this one is is this one also with uh, Johnny Salinger before this uh, before Nobody Special? It is. It's it's everything that brings us up to the night that he kills himself. Um, okay. It's basically, mm-hmm. the reason that mm-hmm. we get to uh, the Nobody Special book. Um, mm-hmm. And in a way, it's it's uh, uh, two or three books in one. Um, mm-hmm. Because it, in it, there's a prequel to the prequel. Uh, yes. It, it's, it starts off um, with uh, covering all the, the stuff that, that Johnny talks about in the first book, and, and we get to find out the stories behind everything he talks about in the first mm-hmm. book. And we start to get introduced in, into the lives of the characters that mm-hmm. uh, have surrounded him and have also kind of brought him to that moment. Um, mm-hmm. But then uh, halfway into the book, it, it takes a little detour, um, mm-hmm. and it goes even further back uh, to explain how things even got to that point. And in a way, it's uh, it's it's a mystery in reverse that mm-hmm. then goes forward, and, and all secrets, anything that anyone was ever wondering about with the first one is, is answered. Um, and then I did something really sneaky, and uh, since this book takes place uh, before nobody special, what I decided mm-hmm. to do was uh, that the other main character in the book, uh, mm-hmm. who is Johnny's uh, better half, uh, mm-hmm. who survives uh, Johnny, uh, he's right. still that. Mm-hmm. But I had that character write the uh, forward for the new novel, um, mm-hmm. and it's in modern day, so you you get to kind of find out, uh, you know, what's happened over the last twenty years because Johnny right. dies. 
1994. So here we are, mm-hmm. you know, 20 years later, what's happened mm-hmm. since then? And then there's mm-hmm. a question of, is he really dead? Um, and that comes up as, as well. Um, uh, there's a kind of Andy Kaufman element to the story as well. Mm-hmm. Right, cool. Um, these titles that you have here, both Nobody Special and um, Cursed is the Road to the American Dream, are very distinct titles. Um, first of all, for, for Nobody Special, what, what possessed you to create that title for that book? Um, it was at, at the time when I was working on it. Um, uh, when, when I was working on the uh, original book, which was uh, "Do I Stand Alone," um, mm-hmm. there was a band out at the time called Nobody Special, and mm-hmm. uh, it, it wasn't that I was ripping off the name; it was, it was kind of ripping off the, the concept of feeling like nobody's mm-hmm. special. Um, okay, and that's how the character kind of feels it's it's, he's Mm -hmm. he's been made into this huge deal but in actuality inside he feels like he's he's nobody um Mm -hmm. and he feels like all of his success was just all you know an accident anyway so he's even Mm -hmm. less special but um as he goes to write that kind of opus um he uh starts to figure out that not only is he special but Absolutely, everything is is special. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the smallest grain of sand, or, or uh, right. uh, you know, a, a fly on the wall. Every, everything has uh, a piece of what what he calls the great and wonderful. Everything, uh, mm-hmm. everything is somehow tied together, and so in, in that sense, everything's special. And uh, that that be, becomes kind of his uh, the message that he's trying to get across uh, in mm-hmm. those final pages. And we gotcha. start to see the birth of that with the new book. Okay, awesome. So, and um, Curse is the Road to the American Dream. That is yeah. um, that also that is also a very distinct title. So, what um, what uh, what inspired that? That came from a line um, from Nobody Special uh, in mm-hmm. the book, um, where uh, Johnny is talking about how. The pursuit of the American dream, it, it, it's not so much that he feels the American dream is cursed, um, mm-hmm. so much as it is the road that gets you there. And mm-hmm. that's where people, you know, lose themselves is on the way or what happens once they get mm-hmm. there or, you know, once they pass it up. And mm-hmm. um, it, it, it's it's my own little belief, too, you know, right. but um, it, yeah, it came from a line out of the book. Uh, mm-hmm. And once I wrote it in a book, there was mm-hmm. uh, in the first book there was no going back because right. he writes in there that uh, if he survives the night, he will write another book and it will be called Cursed is the Road to the American Dream, mm-hmm. um, which gives us a little more question as to whether or not he's still alive. Mm-hmm. I like that. I do. Um, seeing seeing you blossom as a writer is a blessing. I mean, I, I watch your posts. I've seen so many things coming up, even out of your Facebook page alone. You have done so many awesome things with your writing, and especially in these two books, you really have come out of your shell. Um, what I like um, is that you um, you have an extraordinary sense of of um, solidity in your words. I think that you you brought something out in, uh, in in Johnny that all of us have a tendency to sweep under the rug. What I like 
yes, I, I will say this is something I like a lot because um, your writing is intriguing and it and it gets me, for example, to, to question my writing and myself. And I see wow. a reflection of myself in Johnny Salinger, very much yeah. so. And um, your writing, whatever it is you were out to accomplish, which I think what you are out to accomplish is for the reader to question themselves a bit yeah. and uh, and ask themselves, yes, and ask themselves, you know, what is special about them? And um, you brought that out. And I want to see more. I do. Um, you, mm. You've done wonders with it. Um, I do hope one day that Nobody Special and or Cursed is a Road to the American Dream does become a uh, does become a film, uh, uh, one or both. I do hope that they do because thank you. Um, yes, because I see um, I see potential in a script. I do because it's yeah. too it's too good not to. It, it really is because um, you're you're writing and and you, these characters that you created are so enriched, and um, it's I would like to see the challenge of any actor to come forward and bring these characters to life. That's what I'd like to see. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Oh, you're so welcome. Okay. Uh, with less than a minute to go here, I want to let everybody know that you can find both books, Nobody Special, The Death of Johnny Salinger, as well as uh, uh, Cursed is the Road to the American Dream, both on uh, in worldwide retailers on, on Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, um, and, uh, and Books A Million for that matter. So be sure and check them out there. Um, so... Uh, if anything else, please check out Jack, jackdeadman.com. Let me spell that out for you. G, uh, J-A-C-K, Deadman, D-E-A-D-M-E-N, all one word, jackdeadman.com. Please check out whatever he's doing on the website. You'll, you'll find updates and other things. And you can also find Jack Deadman on Twitter as well and Facebook and, uh, and uh, Google him. He's got great material. He's got great stuff going on uh, this this coming year. And uh, like I said, Jack, I cannot wait to see these two books to turn into a screenplay. And um, yes, absolutely, um, great, profound, deep, solid writing. That's what I'm looking for here on GPR. So I'm very, very proud. Also, I want to take a time, uh, take a second to thank Bongo Boy TV for uh, helping me out in uh, putting GPR on the map. And of course, um, I'm, I got to thank Mr. Jack Dem and Jack. You are a tremendous writer, and I can't wait to see more of what you're doing. And uh, thank you, Jill. If there's an, oh, anytime, anytime. And if there's anything else you want to plug, feel free to do it now. That's it. JackDedman.com. The uh, book trailers are there. Um, uh, Nobody special is actually free today on Ken, uh, Kindle. I think that ends at midnight. I think it's Pacific time, um, mm-hmm. so people can run over there and, and snag it for free right now on Kindle. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, uh, that's it. I appreciate it very much. Thank you. <laughs> You're so welcome. Okay, guys, this is the Gyps signing off, saying adio for now. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.